cannot catch a virus. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And we're back. We are back for another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country. As always, on the other end of the mic... Your favorite host for the evening. Say hello. Hello. It's me, boy. Again. <laughs> boy in the house. Uh, no Chris. No Chris tonight. Uh, again, my comment about Deathstroke, I think, fucking pretty accurate. So, it's a little <laughs> bit of an inside joke there. Chris is, so to speak, busy. He's like, oh, I forgot my laptop for the 12th time. Shit, dang it, dang it. Rats. <laughs> Darn it. Just go on without me. <laughs> got it. You got it. He's probably at home playing video games right now. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Getting destroyed. Hey, he's not good at him. He's not good at him. Nah. Fuck you, big country. Um, <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, so this is uh, part three of our three-part series of 9-11, The Three Towers. This is going to be Tower 7. A little bit of um, kind of recap, the highlights, you know, the denonuts <laughs> from the previous two episodes. Yeah. Both of those episodes are out on Rockfin if you want to watch the video of it. We do play some clips in it, so it's pretty cool. So check those out. Check those out. And if I'm breathing a lot tonight, I am really apologize. I try not to be a mouth breather. But my allergies beat the shit out of me for the last couple of days. And my nose is really stuck up right now. So, uh, I will say, uh, having allergies during a pandemic is quite fucking fun. Because oh God, dude. Every, everyone thinks you're a witch doctor. When you're walking out, yeah. fucking everybody throwing a mask on around you, <laughs> treating you like a fucking second class citizen. <laughs> it's like, it's like motherfuckers are out here with like, uh, you know, I sneeze by them and they turn into Shang Sun trying to throw like Lysol spells <laughs> at me. <laughs> you remember, like, remember in the Bible where Jesus was doing that to all those people, all those lepers, you know? <laughs> remember that part? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, no, yeah, no, because yeah, it didn't no, fucking happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> You know, if you ask a liberal that, they'd be like, yeah, I remember that. No, you don't. Yeah, but Jesus was a bigot. He was a white, straight white male. <laughs> you know? He was a cis, cis white male. 
<laughs> you even have pronouns. You have pronouns. <laughs> trans alien. Trans alien. He um, probably was a shapeshifter, <clears throat> though. So I don't. Hey, it's a possibility. Um, hey, man. A couple things I want to touch on tonight. Not kids, obviously. Uh, check it out, dude. <laughs> I am drinking on Valley View Vanilla Porter Ooh. by WBC Brewery. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Guys, newsflash, we started our own brewery. Yeah, that's right. No, Wichita Brewing <laughs> Company is ours. No, yeah, it's from Wichita Brewing Company. It's actually pretty good. It doesn't taste like vanilla. I don't. No, I saw vanilla like and the, I was thinking you've like had the, Cali Creamin. Like yeah, I was gonna say you've had Cali Creamin. Yeah. It's not like that. Not at all. Nope. Not even close. No? Is it good though? Uh yeah, I mean, it's drinkable. <laughs> I can drink it. Oh man. It's well, not, I'm sipping know. on our local brew. We got Ale Smith 394. You've heard me talk about it before. It's delicious. Uh big dumb podcast, six pack headed your way. Should be there by the end of this week. Yeah. Fucking hopefully. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Fuck. The issue with it. <laughs> Apparently he doesn't live in the place where he lives, but he lives yeah, there. He's like, no, nah, dude. No, I live. It's There's like a cave next to this address. <laughs> it's there. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> there's like a couple of homeless encampments right in front of it. Got the blue tent, the yellow tent, red tent in the back spine. <laughs> yeah. FedEx's like, uh, we don't go back there. So. Right. What? No. Yeah. We don't deliver there anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not after what happened to Jim. Yeah. Not whatever happened to Jim. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> 37 stabs. I don't know how anybody can stab <laughs> You know, I, I really did want to have my green screen set up um, leading into this week, but man, my allergies this weekend defeated me, and I was like, I'm not moving from my couch. So, which, hell yeah i mean yeah. it's the, the season's changing out here the weather's starting to change and fuck the wind dude i don't know i had this discussion with my <laughs> brother he's like wind's good man wind is like it cleans the air i'm like no it takes everything on the floor and it fucking puts it in the air and it finds its way into my nose <laughs> yeah and well you just... fucking move to a state notorious for wind i so reasonable argument i do agree my allergies haven't been that bad um like in my first year out here but just this past weekend because it was i felt like the, the 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 seasons change not drastically here so you know over the few span of a few weeks or whatever it kind of really starts getting in motion so you kind of get acclimated to it a little bit this was like warm and then cool and then cold at night and then wind and i was like uh-oh i know what this means you know started oh, sneezing dude, we, we we got that we got dry that bipolar throat. fucking we got that bipolar schizophrenic weather out here right now mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. friday friday out of nowhere lightning and thunder raining what? pouring rain yeah oh i literally remember that. Like, i remember you guys talking about that dude it was fucking insane and then saturday um, no thunder and lightning, but it was, it was like raining, drizzling all day, cold Sunday, same shit, um, burned off later on, uh, my little booger had his, his first jujitsu tournament Sunday morning. How did it you? was raining on the way there. Oh dude. Smashing the kid did kids? Awesome. 
So, well, his first match, you know, first time ever competing, a little, right? A little so, scary. He's got butterflies yeah. in the tummy. Yeah, he wasn't sure what to expect, you know. And and I mean, I know the kid pretty well, so I could tell when he's nervous. He kind of does like this, like kind of like I'm fine with his head. <laughs> And so I asked him when he was, luckily we were able to get the first row, Matt 12, that's where he was. We were able to get the first row right in front of Matt 12. And uh, I go, hey, bud, you you nervous? And he's like, I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, he's super nervous. <laughs> so he gets out there. He had, he had uh, one other kid in his division from our school and then like six other kids. Mm-hmm. So we were telling him like, hey, dude, you know, do what you know how to do. Um, and, and you'll be fine. So he gets over there. Shout out to coach Micah. Coach Micah, uh, was taken out Sundays. He was, he was taking his own time on Sundays to come to the gym, um, while I'm there for open mat and he would bring his son and him and Dom would train together. Do and, I know coach and Micah? Mike, um, might've been there when he was, when I'm he better was with there. faces. He, he, Better with yeah faces. You, yeah you might you might know him if you see him covered in tattoos awesome dude um super good with the kids dude amazing <clears throat> with the kids and uh, so he was taking time out of you know his free time to come and and uh, coach up Dom and his son while uh, on Sunday mornings work on some stuff and um, you know he's also coached during during the weekdays so uh, he got him prepped for the for the tournament okay. Can't say enough good things about the dude. He's he's awesome. So sweet, sweet. Dom's, sweet. Dom's first match. It was it was rough, dude. Kid kid was smashing him. He was really good in side control. Um, Dom was maintaining his his. You know he was he was defending his his mount really well. The scoring was a bit wonky. The kid definitely beat him, but um, it was like fourteen to zero, and I was like mm, more like eight. But you know who's counting? And then. Uh, his second match, dude, he he did awesome. Coach yeah. Matt, shout out to Coach Matt. Coach Matt was there. Matt side, and he told Dom like, "Hey, this kid's gonna smash you. He's gonna try and and take you down and smash you. So protect." And Dom was like, "Got you." So he went out there, um, didn't get two points for his throw. He sh- he should have. And then the kid, um, they they gave him points for a takedown. I'm not sure if it was a takedown. I have to go back and rewatch the match, but. Gave the kid two points for a takedown, and they gave him uh, a couple points for, I forget what else. But um, Dom locked this little kid down in his guard for the remainder of the match. The kid would stand up, and he'd heel sweep him. He just couldn't complete the sweep for the points. Uh-huh. Um, but he he found his game, dude, and it was amazing to watch. He fucking yeah. locked this kid down the, the whole time. Um, unfortunately, he lost that match 4-0. to zero. Um, he, he would have gone on to fight for third place, but, uh, his teammate had a first round bye, and his first fight, um, he, he lost <clears> his <throat> second fight me. for a third place was the scoring was super fucked up. I don't know how the, you know, you count to four, you hold a position, count to four, then right. you count the points. This kid would get to like side control and it'd be like two points. And then he would go to mount, and they'd be like, oh, two, and they just were adding points way too quick. They weren't counting the four. Right. Um, he kind of got gyp- gypped out of it, and they didn't score him like six points that he should have had. But, dude, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. After his first match, Dom was real sad. He said, don't cry. 
get mad and he got mad and he did awesome his second match and uh after the tournament i asked him i said you how did you feel you did he's like oh, i don't know and he goes dad when's the next tournament and i said i don't know why do you want to and before i could finish he's like yep yep we're doing it again i was like hell yeah fucking a. Dude, and you know the funny thing okay. is too is like i never would have expected that from dom no like your daughter no She'll yeah. go fight a well, fucking she, cheetah just because she's like, oh, oh, I don't want to pet the cat. So yeah, she she asks, she's like, when do when can I start? I'm like, well, we got to get you a gi first. She's like, I don't want a gi. I'm like, well, unfortunately, we do majority of gi training. We can transition into no gi, but I want yeah. you to get this down first. She's and like, why? So I fucking heel hook day one. What? Yeah, she's like, sorry, I only super fights for me, so. <laughs> Yeah, are you familiar? Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I don't want to fucking train here. I'm going to Tenth Planet. Point me, <laughs> point me in the direction of a Ten P. That's where I'm headed. Ten P. But uh, I, I told her I was like, well, we'll order you a gi and and uh, maybe we'll get you a little test drive, you know. So that's funny. But yeah, dude, it was fucking awesome. It was a lot of fun. It's good to hear, man. Good to see kids are getting you know back into it, back into life, normal normalities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Wrestling. Yeah. Um. Getting back into Wrestling. sports, jujitsu. Love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Love to see it. Uh, Chris's Chris's kids. You know, they do hockey, volleyball, and all that shit. So, yeah, I think one of them doing like a travel volleyball or something yeah, silly like something that. Something silly. Something doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But they're, <laughs> they're always they're always doing sports and shit though. So. Yeah, it's good. It's what we Hell need yeah. right now. People need hobbies. People need to get outside. Stop. God, watching the yeah. news, watching. Oh TV. my God! Please stop. Please, yes, knock it off. Imagine stop like it. what would actually happen if everybody just stopped. Yeah, and just started ignoring. Like that's not true. That's bullshit. Yeah, who told you He's that? Like, yeah, who cares? They'll <laughs> take a number yeah. four. Um, extra long. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just like fucking yeah. went Any, on with anyways, life. Seriously, just move on. I can't tell you like. Because we don't have cable, right? We have like streaming services and shit. Sure. And yeah. I have, same. I same got. Days, I got. Yeah. I got. I got my Fire Stick with my, you know, my Reboard. app on there that I watch. Yeah. <laughs> that I watch like all the all the games and shit on, right? And when I watch like football and there's commercials, I'm like, the fuck is this, dude? And they're pushing all kinds of different shit. I forgot, you know. I haven't had regular TV and three years or something like that yeah it's fucking insane to watch like when you do watch or if i'm over at the in-laws and we're they're watching tv i'm like how do you guys do this yeah like with the, you know especially then the news is not like my father-in-law he's like fuck that i don't, I don't this ain't news you know he knows he yeah, knows he knows what's brian knows what's going on uh yeah freaking shit. every time i'm at my like my parents house whenever we're there we're actually watching tv on tv uh, they don't have it anymore, but I always remember my mom would yell from across the room, mute the commercials. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Sorry. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, mute the news. Fuck that. Yeah, that it's and dumb. I, I rarely, because I, 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 I watch games through the apps on my phone, you know, um, so yeah. if I watch the Niners on Sunday, then I watch it through Yahoo or whatever, and then it yeah. because it's not on national TV, 
um, or it's not being hosted through that app, they can't show the commercials because they're not paying for the airtime, right? So um, it just says, like, Yahoo Sports or whatever. It's like, commercial in break, commercial in break, commercial. And then it just comes back to the game. Um, Yeah, which is great. Sunday primetime, it it might be on an app on a streaming service, so I'll just get to watch it on the TV. Because the way that the NFL fucks you is that if you're – streaming the game through a device like a phone mm-hmm. you can't screencast it to the tv i don't know how the fuck it yeah. knows you're doing that but it won't let you right <laughs> yeah so occasionally i get to watch an actual football game on the tv and they'll play commercials because it's mm-hmm. on through an app that they pay for airtime right and it's like thinking about the covid vaccine Wondering if it's dangerous. <laughs> you know, it's fucking, yeah. I'm like, yeah. is this, I don't miss this at all. I don't miss, if these are the yeah, commercials, I'm not, not missing a whole lot. You yeah. Know? Well, dude, and they blatantly lie, especially when it comes <laughs> to the COVID ones. They're like, the COVID vaccine is safe and effective for all ages. And they're like, no, it's not. <laughs> the vaccine will protect you from COVID and those around you. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You know. Dude, did you see the interview with the? I'm I'm not a big NBA guy, so I don't know who. Neither who am I, but were. I like that guy. Both you of saw those that, guys, right? I like both. Yeah, of those dude, guys. and dude, he asked him right in front of everybody. I'm sure he's probably gonna get fucking fined if it's anything like the NFL. They're gonna find the fuck out of the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, yeah, I already had COVID. Why do I need to get the vaccine? As far as I'm concerned, I have the antibodies. He goes, tell me something. Everybody in this room vaccinated? And the camera's on him, so you can't see the crowd, you know, but they're like, he goes, okay, I'm assuming everybody is. He's like, um, why would I get the vaccine if you could still get COVID and you could still transmit COVID? What's the point? They tell you that, oh, okay, the symptoms aren't bad as keep you out of the hospital. But he's like, I had COVID and I didn't go to the hospital. He's like, so what's the point of getting the vaccine if it doesn't protect you or anybody like, around you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You hear one guy like, well, uh, well, you know, I mean, it's like if you, you get it and then like, but you're not. And he's like, anyways, dude, like <laughs> you're not talking about that one, that. that one kid. There's like, and, you, <laughs> and then, and then you, and then when, and then, and when, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, yeah. and the guy's like, mm-hmm. you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Anyways, but... moving on. Nobody, nobody can answer the question. And he goes, I'm not a doctor. You know what I mean? And it's like, nobody can answer that question. Why are why are why is there seventy thousand healthcare workers in New York that refuse to take it? Are they all idiots? You know what I mean. And, and I mean, I'm sure there's some liberal out there going, "Yes, yes, they are. They're not doctors. They don't have a PhD." Then, well, fuck. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing, too, man. Is excuse me, a little burpee from that beer, from that WBC <laughs> beer. Uh <laughs> Is that, you know, logically, you should be able to just have that discussion. And the yeah. fact that these people are being ostracized, like the two players, they're talking about, oh, the NBA is not forcing anybody to get the vaccine. Um, <laughs> hit their their teammates um, support their decision to be non-vax, except for they can't be on the same plane. They can't be on the same bus. They can't bus, play home games. They can't, yeah. I'm like... Okay, should we just go right back to what we were doing before the civil rights? I mean, what's the fucking difference Dude, at this point? Yeah, that's exactly. Back of the bus. Well, and that's the thing. Separate water they fountains. Tell you, fuck, are you yeah. talking about? Dude, no shit. Well, well, now fucking you got people going. 
it's time that we fire unvaccinated workers. It's like, motherfucker, do you realize that all the unvaccinated workers are the ones that make this country run? You know how fucked you would be? <laughs> you would be terribly fucked. And don't get me wrong. There are some people who work in, in blue-collar jobs that got the vaccine as a choice of theirs, which is fine. If you choose to do it, that's that's one thing. But then they're like, we're not forcing you. But if you don't get it, we'll fire you. And if you're in the military, we're not forcing you. But if you don't get it, we'll fire you. You strip you of your veteran benefits and um, we'll dishonorably discharge you and we'll NJP you. And if you say anything about it, we'll throw you in the brig. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, but you're not forcing me. Okay. Yeah. That okay. makes total sense. Dude. I was worried that I was going to be forced it. to do that shit. It's like the Taliban copy, thing. Copy. Like, hear me out. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to convert to Islam. However, <laughs> if you don't, I will cut your fucking head off and throw your dead corpse off the building. I will rape your wife and your children viciously. <laughs> but you viciously. don't have to. Like, I'm not making you. This is more of a no you thing. This yeah. is more of a yeah, you choice. Freedom of choice, my friend. Freedom of choice. Your choice. <laughs> Death or Your jihad. Choice. Or jihad for Allah. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. That's how it works. You got it, got it, got it, got it. Copy that, copy that. Yeah. Like, that's what they're doing right now. Hey, it's, you know, you're right. Freedom of choice. But you won't be able to support your family. You won't be able to pay your bills. You won't ever be able to fucking work again. It's like, dude, it, none of it makes any sense. And you can't be like, hey, that doesn't. This, this shit ain't adding up. Wow. Okay, racist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I uh, I kind of have my line in the sand already, but I just stopped wearing the mask at 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 the at my warehouse. Right. I was like, I'm not fucking yeah. wearing this anymore. Nobody said anything to me. Sometimes yeah. they they'll walk by and be like, Hey, hey, bro. Hey, bro. And I just go, No. Um. Yeah. Um, oh, oh. Excuse hey. me. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the time you just start, you know, fucking taking a stand be like, no, I'm not wearing it. Honestly, uh, with me having asthma and this past weekend with my allergies, just destroying my life. I'm like, I'm not trying to in any way harm myself by wearing them. Fuck it. I'm done. You know, I'm over it. I think a lot of people are overplaying pandemic too. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, Steph, Steph was volunteering over at the kids school at, at Dom school and they were like, um, Governor Newsom says that if you're going to volunteer as a parent, you need to show proof of vaccination or have a negative test weekly. And she's like, no. Um, how about good luck finding someone else to help you fucking do copies and grade homework because I'm not doing that. So, <laughs> yeah. Did the, Dude, and we went when we when we did uh, back to school night. They're like, uh, we'd appreciate any parent volunteers because it's extremely hard to find parent volunteers. So Steph was like, "Dude, I got you." And then fucking, they're like, "Um, and, you know, it wasn't from his teacher. His teacher's great. Came from the district." So I was like, "No, fuck that. Tell him no. We're Governor not helping shit." Governor Newsom said, "Yeah, that you can lick my butt." Well, yeah, you tell him. <laughs> That I said, <laughs> you can kiss my motherfucking ass. <laughs> you know what's so funny is uh, I read this uh, headline. I didn't see the I didn't see the clip. There's an audio clip to it, but I guess the the governor of New York came out and was talking to like a fucking church somewhere or something like that. And she was like, you know, if you're not fucking vaccinated, 
<laughs> this is how I just imagine that everyone talks. Yeah, she, she talks like fucking Tony Soprano. <laughs> you're not fucking. Listen, if you're not fucking vaccinated, excuse my French, you know, father. Uh, <laughs> if you're not fucking vaccinated, you're not listening to God. <laughs> like she told a church this, or like whatever, or whatever yeah. it was, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, really? Um, yeah. I talk to him like I, every day. God's like, get vaccinated. Like, no, that's not a hymn. First of all, but right. you can't just say you can't just say shit like that. You I can't know. just be like, you don't get vaccinated. You're not. You're not, you're not even. You're not even Christian. You're not even like, a what? fucking Christian. Okay, okay. You don't get fucking COVID if you get the shot. <laughs> You get the shot, you're listening to God. Okay, you don't get the shot. You're as good as, you know, fucking Jimmy Hoffa. We all fucking know what happened to that guy. Okay? Am I, I right? Am I right? Am I, but how do you, yeah, you're right. I mean, how do you say something like that? Especially to like you're not listening to God, okay? Like, oh What's really? That? I talked to him daily and he told me to tell you to shut the fuck up. So Yeah, he told me to tell you. I you know what I mean? I, I don't I guess we'll find out. Dude. But she probably she's probably the type that uses that shit for everything, right? Like, she's at the grocery store and she's got like three items, and the lady in front of her has fucking three screaming kids and two carts full of shit. She's like, "Excuse me, excuse me, can I go in front of you?" Uh, no, like half my shit's on the belt already. Okay, so you're not listening to God <laughs> because God, like, okay, oh, okay, okay, that's what it, this is how it is now. Uh, excuse me, I, I would like to return this, even though it's been open and I don't have a receipt and I don't remember when I came in here to buy it. Um, sorry, ma'am, that's not part of our, oh, okay, so you, so you're not God-fearing. Oh, so, yeah, so you don't fucking <laughs> oh, tie. So you don't tie? <laughs> yeah, you look like you don't tithe. You probably don't even have fucking 10%, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, you don't have 10%, you what? fucking cocksucker. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna pray for your bitch ass. Yeah. Yeah. What? In, in, in God's name, fuck in, off, bitch. In God's name, your mother's a whore. Your mother's a whore. <laughs> not what? you, Mary. Not you. Um, yeah, not you. Not what? my mother. Your mother. Not your mother. Well, you know what's so like the <laughs> that was a great rant, by the way. Everyone's gonna be like, "What am I getting into?" I thought this was Tower Seven. Yeah. What um, podcast is this? Well, the funny thing is, is like, imagine, I don't know how many, I like, I, I'm not, cause I want to look at, I want to listen to the clip and I, I'm not sure who she was talking to or if it was like a group of people or a congregation or something like that. But like you're saying, I, like I think it was a, at a church. It's a hit. Like they're not singing hymns of getting, first of all, let's think about it purely from a, a theology standpoint. If you mm -hmm. believe God is the creator, all-powerful, all-healing, all that stuff, right? And he's like, I could heal it, you guys. I could. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, the vaccine, a little bit more, a little stronger than what I've got. I've got, I just have some horse yeah. paste that I can give yeah. you. <laughs> oh, but the thing Real is, quick, you, you know, Pfizer's developing this uh, oral pill, right? Yeah. You want to hear something funny? It's fucking hilarious. What's you that? know, they're like, ivermectin. It's fucking you know, ivermectin horse pace. You don't want that. 
it's fucking dog medicine, you know? And um, the fucking, the main active ingredient in this new Pfizer pill is the same active ingredient in Ivermectin. Ah, uh, Pfizer-mectin. Yeah, Pfizer-mectin. <laughs> they're like, guys, we have this miracle pill. It's good. Dude, you have no idea how well it's going to work. And it's like, motherfucker, we have that. We ha And it's way cheaper. Because let me tell you, Pfizer is going to come out with it, and they're going to be like, oh, it's 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 going to be about $1,800 a pill. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I can go down to the pet store and get that shit, a tube of it, a big-ass tube of it, <laughs> Fucking, for about two ninety nine. So it's it, And it's apple-flavored, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what's funny about that is Charlie Robinson uh, did a recent episode, and he was talking about ivermectin. If you haven't listened to Macroaggression, please go check it out. We're it's a big fan stuff. of his. Uh, he is a fantastic, wonderful, delicious voice that can monologue for hours, and I'd listen to it. Um, oh, yeah. Probably one of the greatest uh, podcast intros out there, I would mm -hmm. like to say, too. But he's talking about ivermectin, and he goes a little bit through Second, about, second greatest. Who's the first greatest? <laughs> uh, you're looking at him, baby. Okay. Come on now. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> Shit. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> he's going through the, the, you know, creation of ivermectin and then it was created in response to something called river blindness from like, uh, down, down in the, the African regions or whatever, drinking mm -hmm. this type of stagnant water would cause animals to get something called river blindness or drinking from like, it's, it's a parasite is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's like drinking moonshine, essentially yeah. <laughs> like some shitty moonshine. Yeah, and from a rusty still. From a rusty still. Uh, <laughs> but he, uh, he talks about, like, it's listed as... So the guys that created it win a Nobel mm -hmm. Peace Prize for it. It's listed on the World Health Organization's one of, like, the most important medications that they have available. And yeah, when essential medication. In, uh, regular doses, there are no known side effects at all. Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a whole lot of medications out there can can tote that. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Like even Tylenol yeah. has fucking side effects. Oh, dude, they have to put fat warnings on Tylenol. Like, there's a reason why the why the cap is childproof. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take thirteen uh, of those. Dude, when I was be last headache. <laughs> yeah, dude. When I was in when I was in middle school, I remember this chick fucking lost her fucking apples. And she opened up a whole an entire bottle of that shit and and swallowed it. She ended up puking. Oh, like in um, class? Yeah, dude. She was just like she fucking tried to. Oh, dude. Yeah, she was like, she fucking stood up, went to the back. It was in science class, dude. So we had a sink back there. She fucking, you just hear like sounded like fucking Max Payne trying to heal himself. You know, <sighs> fucking down the whole thing, dude. <laughs> and next thing you know, we're like, we turn around as you hear that. <laughs> Good man, <laughs> that water went right down the cavity. That was a great you, one. Because uh, <laughs> I knew exactly. You hear the bottle, right? <coughs> you hear the bottle hit the countertop, and the teacher looks, and she's like, "Oh fuck!" and runs over there, and fucking chick ended up puking, and it was fucking wild though. But yeah, dude, there's. I mean, there ain't shit that I can think of that doesn't have a side effect. Yeah, I mean, you can't even take Viagra without having to worry about keeping a boner for longer than four hours. Like, in four hours, I, I, no, I'm starting to worry. Okay, yeah, it's still dude, here. I mean, eye drops have 
eye drops have warnings on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's interesting. What a time to be alive. So stock up on some ivermectin if you want to, if you <laughs> believe in it. I don't know. I don't really, you know, not a virus guy. I mean, guy. I think I'm not a germ yeah, I'm theory good. guy. I'm good. Not to say that viruses aren't real, but I don't think sneezing and coughing and farting in the air is getting. That's a whole other. That's you, we. You, I, you I, get I, pink eye, but. Yeah, someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Catching a fart, you'll get you'll get a pink eye. Absolutely, uh, way scarier, by the way, than COVID. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. But uh, that's like a whole nother episode. So, anyways, um, if you made it this far, congratulations. If you're new to the show. <laughs> um, that's how we not, do. Next yeah. time, skip ahead twenty five thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're not spoofing you guys. We're not like. And that's it. Ha ha. You thought this was about my yeah. lady, idiot. Yeah. We're just, we're just here to do shitty New York accents and <laughs> talk about pink eye. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> we're struggling comedians. <laughs> Make sure you smash that like and subscribe button. <laughs> smash. That was like the funniest fucking thing that we did on the last. Kill your first porn for the like button. What? Oh, dude. man. We're talking about kids here. Gonna pass. Yeah. So. All right. Anyhow. Okay. Tower seven. Tower seven. Part three. The three towers. Tower seven. The most peculiar. Peculiar. Fuck. The most peculiar. Uh, we'll edit that out. No incident that <laughs> took place on nine eleven was the collapsing of Tower Seven. Um, fell very similarly to Towers One and Two. Uh, yeah. It didn't fall until much later in the afternoon, a little after five p.m. Um, Forty-seven story building started in. Uh, Night, oh, should I write 1984? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get into too much detail about like what was in the building, because <laughs> you're gonna again, a lot of people don't know about Tower Seven. Some some wonky shit, yeah, in Tower Seven, and just just the occupants of that building should make you like ask a few questions. Right. And and the way some of these some of these floors were reconstructed or, or you know, they had they had some re- one floor specifically had some renovations done and you're kinda like, What the fuck? It's weird. That's right. weird. Yeah. And the thing is too is um I'm gonna play a clip later in the episode from one of the eyewitness accounts from um Barry Jennings, who if you've seen Loose Change, you know who he is. He's the the black gentleman with glasses. Uh, he worked at Tower 7. That was one of the corrections that we made uh, in Part 2 from Part 1 that originally had said that no one died in Tower 7. According to his account, eyewitness account, uh, he was stepping over dead bodies in Tower 7. So there were still people there. Now, whether they were firefighters or if they were just kind of like the office staff, because um, mm-hmm. when we kind of go through Tower 7 and what was in Tower 7... We're talking about some high-profile people, some yeah. very important uh, departments. So I doubt they kept anybody who was a dude making faxes. Like they yeah. didn't evacuate him first, which is yeah. my guess yeah. as to Sarah why Sarah they... the intern. Yeah, yeah, Sarah the intern. You know, 
They well, might they might have skipped over her. <laughs> well, which is my guess as to why um, Barry Jennings went back in the first place. They they yeah. told him and another individual he'll get to in his his short interview uh, that you go back to the building. There's been an attack because this is also where the um, office command center was for the uh, mayor of New York. Yeah, um, for emergency emergency services was yeah, located there. Was located there. He was sent back to man it. Um, so they get through that in the interview, but so forty seven story building. Uh, construction started in 1984, uh, and it was uh, like 300 feet ish, a few blocks, which yeah. is a, a block or that's well, I don't know what they consider a block, 100 feet or 150 feet. I guess it kind of differs. I don't think every block is considered the same, but I think it's like yeah, I think it varies. It varies, especially in New York, but short distance away from uh, the North Tower. Which remember the North Tower was hit first, fell second, uh, mm-hmm. causing some structural damage to some surrounding buildings, and was one of the explanations for, or I shouldn't say one of the explanations, the explanation for why Tower Seven caught fire, and then partial <laughs> p- part of the building collapsed early on. Yeah, um, and yeah, then they claim that completely fell down. Yeah, they, yeah, they claim that. Uh, portion of the tower um, collapse into building seven, damaging some structural supports, um, which, I mean, we saw how the towers fell. It's not like a building tipped over on it because that would be the easiest way to explain it away, right? I mean, they could have very well detonated, you know, uh, demolitions to... The point where that building <clears throat> fell over on Tower Seven, and they could have just been like, "Well, fuck, dude," and nobody would have had any questions about it. Right. But all right. three of these buildings they collapse into their own footprint, which makes it's already if one happens like that, you're already like, "Damn, dude, that's one in a million. But three, and then one that's a quarter of the size of the other two. Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah, without a come doubt. On. Um, so inside Building Seven. It's kind of important to mention who's in there, right? Yeah, absolutely. So you have the FBI, CIA. As Boy had mentioned, you have the Emergency Service Command Center for the uh, mayor's office. <clears throat> so essentially, that's where they go if um, New York has a, a hurricane, a, a bad storm, a heat wave. Um, it's built, that the not the whole building. Yeah, just this floor. Just I think it was like one or two floors that was yeah. constructed this way, but it was to house the important people. Finger quotes there. Mm-hmm. Um, VIPs, the VIPs that would be in control of New York, and that could communicate with other agencies to kind of coordinate if communications went down or whatever. In this area of the building, so like again, I think it, man, I want to say it's three four. I'm gonna look that up, but. So the the emergency command center and Tower 7 for the mayor's office, okay? So it's bulletproof, bomb-resistant. It it had enough computer power in there that it had every downloadable blueprint of every city, uh, of every building in the city, as well as escape routes. It had its own Mm -hmm. air supply. It had generators. It had backup power. 
I mean, so essentially Same the water building. Supply. Yeah, the yeah, yes, water supply. So essentially the building could fall on this fucking floor, on these floors, and they could be trapped in there. And and they'd still be fully operational. Be good. Yeah. It's from, like from, it's like a from, bunker in a building falling down. Yeah. From my from my notes it says it was only the twenty third floor. Um I have seen notes in other places that claim it, it, it was might have been multiple floors. That's what I thought too. Um, I'm just I'm sure that's what they're disclosing, you know. Yeah, that could just be what they're disclosing. But I mean, first of all, if I'm thinking of building a a, a bunker, right? It's not going to be on the 23rd floor <laughs> of a fucking high rise. Yeah. That's a terrible idea. Uh the basement Don't put it there. might have been a good idea. Yeah. Um but but yeah, so it's super super strange. Self-sufficient floor, right? Um highly secure w- w- was intended to withstand some some incredible shit and uh well the, here here we are. <clears throat> the press release when they're talking about it which you can find actually in, in Loose Change. So I watched it a few times uh, leading up to these these three episodes. But in the press release, they talk about um, they say that the building is not indestructible. However, they're very confident that they can withstand most attacks, including hurricanes, heat waves, and a terrorist attack. And I was like, oh, okay. Dude. So they're good. But then. they threw. They threw heat waves in there, like when it gets hot, buildings just fucking go up in flames. <laughs> well, or, or like first of all, there's that's a, not heat how a heat wave. wave works. There's a heat wave, and then people just become unruly. Yeah, unruly. So then, <laughs> then the mayor retreats to this pen- impenetrable bunker that has their own air on the twenty third floor. On the twenty third floor, <laughs> they got to get the elevator to get up there. But they take the <laughs> elevator to the tippy top. Well, it's not even the top. It's right. It's like right in the no, fucking it's in middle. The middle. It's dead yeah. smack in the middle. Not a good spot for fucking, that. No, stupid. <laughs> Piss poor. These fucking engineers. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's fucking New York for you, right? Like, <laughs> it's like everything there is a high rise. And they're like, I don't know, just put it in the middle of that building, I guess. <laughs> fucking. Oh, okay. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I mean. Kind of part of Agenda 2030. Just I just keep building everybody up, getting True. a little crammed in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but this also housed the largest field office for the Secret Service. Okay, think about who the fuck is in this building. Kind of everybody involved with 9-11, right? Yeah. So... They get all of these people out. So, North Towers hit, South Towers hit. North Tower falls, South Tower falls. Everybody yeah. from Building 7 who should have been out of the building by this time is already out. Tower 7 <clears throat> uh, doesn't fall until I think it's 5 p.m. that night. Uh, a little after 5 p.m. However, um, again... Most people who should be out of that building yeah. are out. Now, when we play the when I play the clip from Barry Jennings, you'll hear him talk about uh, multiple explosions um, leading up to the towers being hit. Because he doesn't know that the towers have been hit because he's actually in the office. So he kind of describes it as uh, the the towers. Something happens in the towers. 
I'm hearing explosions in my building. I'm getting blown backwards from explosions in my building. And then he, he, and his eyewitness account, he talks about the fact that he's, he's shouting out, he breaks yeah. out a window and he's talking to firefighters and they're running cause the towers are collapsing. And he's like, they're like, we'll fucking be yeah. back, which is, which is a gut wrenching yeah. fucking story to, you know, hear. Absolutely. Yeah. But. Cause they're, they're like, you see people there that were sent to rescue and they're like, dude, we'll be back. Cause I mean, obviously if they die, they're not going to rescue anybody. You right. know what I mean? Um, but I think the most important part of that interview <clears throat> is him talking about how the explosions are knocking him off his feet. So this is, this is him hearing it. This is him seeing it and this is him feeling it. Yep. Um, it would be much different if he said that he just heard some shit, right? Cause I mean, that could be the, the, the loud noises he's hearing could have been anything, but he's not just hearing it. He's feeling it and he's seeing it all at the same time. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and the thing is too, man, is, you know, not to skip too far ahead, but they, you know, they came out with the nine 11 commission report. Okay. Which was the official story, the official report <coughs> on what to, oh, he's dying. Ooh. I heard, I said nine 11 <coughs> commission report. Oh, they got me. He died of laughter. They got me. Um, <clears throat> the nine 11 commission report. Uh, let me hold on and get this real quick. FEMA's report on <laughs> on why the buildings fell is absolute garbage. <clears throat> Can't wait to get to that. Oh my god. Um so the nine eleven commission report comes out. Uh well, I just want to look up the year. I want to make sure that I have the year correct. Uh, two thousand four. Uh, now there was a, obviously a special congressional uh committee that was put together, the nine eleven commission. And they were investigating. <laughs> they were investigating what actually <laughs> took place on nine eleven, and they're like, "Yeah, turns out sure. the way that we said it did. That's what <laughs> happened." Oh, look at that! Would you? We're right again. <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you look at that? It's five hundred and sixty-seven pages, which is kind of insulting. Um, yeah. In that five hundred and sixty-seven page document. Which is the official <laughs> report that they are giving to the American people to tell everybody what took place this day. No mention of Tower 7. They don't even talk about Tower, Tower, Tower 7. No. The, the, I yeah, don't see, Tower do see it. Yeah. Tower 7 going. isn't in the official report. It's in FEMA's building performance report, but yeah. that's it. <clears throat> so what, what takes place at Tower 7 is... Um, well, I'm going to get too far ahead. So I'll give it to you like this. So Tower 7 is is a, a kind of unanimously Jesus, unanimously decided amongst a lot of people in conspiracies, right? In the conspiracy communities that it's kind of the mm. smoking gun. Yeah. Um I mean, I think there's a lot to 9/11, like the fucking oh, yeah. passport. <laughs> Again, in Lucky. the pocket. Fireball, land, <laughs> FBI. Come on, come on. Right, right. Luckiest man alive, dude. Like if you're not playing the lottery, right? <laughs> I'd love to solve this terrorist attack, but I need to go play my numbers. <laughs> um, a lot of people can concede that you know Tower Seven is the smoking gun, which 
the biggest issue that there is with Tower 7 is that there is no official explanation of why it fell. When the NIST report came out, <clears throat> it was 10,000 pages long, debunking <laughs> the possibility of explosions taking down Tower 7. There was still no explanation in that report that gave reason to why the building fell down. They, yeah. did, they did 10,000 pages of why a bomb didn't do it, but didn't say what did it. Yeah, see, and, that, and that's that's a huge red flag, is when you get a, an official report from a government agency that essentially is just telling you the why the rumors aren't true, but they're not giving you a specific reason, right? Because I guarantee anybody who believes the official narrative of 9-11 will take that report and go, see... This debunks all of that, and it's like, oh, cool. Well, then, what did they say happened? Well, not a bomb. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. So we're still back at square one because anybody who believes any of that, it, it, you can't, you can't trust their opinion, right? They're not thinking logically, especially considering that prior to September eleventh, two thousand and one, no steel frame. And we talked about this on the previous episodes. No steel frame building has ever collapsed due to fire ever. ever. And, ever, and ever, ever. that's in history, right? Ever, so you, you got to think about ever, it. Ever. Most of these fires in steel structure buildings, a lot of them probably did have accelerants, right? Um, either way, they never collapse, dude, ever. And three of them did on one day, and they all collapsed within their footprint. That's not how it works. At free fall speed, that's not how it works, dude. Come on. Well, <laughs> what's funny is a, a couple pages in the NIS, NIST report is the collapse time of the upper 18 stories of the north face of World Trade Center 7, the floors clearly visible in video evidence, was 40% greater than the computed free fall time. This is consistent with physical principles. Hypothetical blast events did not play a role in the collapse of WTC-7 based on visual and audio evidence and the use of specialized computer modeling. Oh, sweet. The computer yeah. said no. Because honestly, <clears throat> that 10,000-page report basically just said, nuh-uh. And that's, <laughs> that's what that fucking report was. <clears throat> yeah. The worst part about it, too, is... That shit was funded by taxpayers. Like they're they're paying for all this with money that they steal from us. I mean, money that has really no value. But yeah, uh, we're fake funding money. them to fake. go. How do we lie to them about some shit that we did? I've got it. Mm -hmm. Just make it really long because they're not going to read it anyways. And go nah. Yeah, they're doing it right now with the with the January sixth commission. <laughs> <laughs> You're just the, paying a bunch of overpaid motherfuckers already to sit around and talk shit about uh, Trump voters and and white people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, basically. Yeah, in a nutshell, it's like watching CNN. Yeah. Um. So let me uh, let me get to this part here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. God damn it, dude! My fucking allergies, man. It's really starting to piss me off. <laughs> So, one of the things that happened after the World Trade Center 7 had collapsed, well, actually, right before. So, we're probably all familiar with the very famous clip of the BBC reporter <laughs> announcing the building has fallen. World Trade Center 7. 
has mm. fallen before it has fallen. Yeah. Oopsie Whoops. doopsie. Oopsie poopsie. Uh, satellite delay. Satellite delay. Ah. Uh, <laughs> that must be it. it's to the time, it's the time difference. The time cuz it yeah. stuff it's, happens in Europe sooner actually. <clears throat> the curvature of the earth. <clears throat> and the rotation. Uh, the building actually gas. fell in in Britain a, first because of the <laughs> thousand miles per hour. They saw it on their TVs a... fast because their TVs got our TVs got there faster. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what that's like the logic they use. <laughs> um, and I remember, dude. Do you remember when Jesse Ventura had that conspiracy show? Yeah, for a short period of time, and they yanked that shit because yeah, they're like, "Fuck!" They're like, "Oh shit, he's actually talking about real stuff." I thought he was just going to be a wrestler for a while. Yeah, we thought he was just going to be hunting Bigfoot and shit. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Have you ever had a thirteen some? <laughs> um, so he goes on Piers Morgan, and I remember on Piers Morgan, he's just fucking ripping. Uh, Piers Morgan's a cocksucker, but oh, he's huge. ripping. His name's Piers. Piers, <laughs> fuck off, dude. Yeah, my name is Piers. <laughs> so Jesse Ventura's on there, just laying into him, and he's like, oh, "Jesse, Jesse, Jesse, can I just ask you? Can I?" Seriously, Jesse, you believe that the BBC, one of the most respected media <laughs> outlets in the world, knew that World Trade Center 7 was going to fall? He goes, yes. I've got a fucking <laughs> video clip of them doing yeah. it. What are you talking about? And it's so funny yeah. because people in the audience, you can see, they're like, whoa, really? What? It was on YouTube Let, for like 10 tape. fucking years. It was on yeah. YouTube for 10 years. Yeah. Roll that, the tape, man. The clip still exists. It's not like it just oh, yeah. fucking peered. Yeah, exactly. But the, the crazy part is, is like the general public doesn't know that it exists, right? So for everyone in the audience to go, what? You got it on tape? Like, yeah. Okay, peers, let's play this. And let's see how you feel about it then. Um, of course the fucking BBC knew about it. You know what I mean? These are the same people who are like, oh, Jimmy Savile is the greatest man alive. And it's like, oh, are you going to knight the guy? Yeah. Right? And then you're not going to talk about the fucking hundreds of kids he molested? Uh, so, yeah, I do believe the BBC was complicit in a giant cover-up, dude. Yeah. Fucking Every news moron. media, uh, a major m media conglomerate was complicit yeah. in this cover-up. Yeah. They, were, of they were being told what to report, how to report it, and when to report it. I, dude, um, and I wouldn't be surprised <clears throat> if, like, Jimmy Savile smashed some fucking 13-year-old and then got her pregnant, and then they took the baby, and that baby's Pierce Morgan. <laughs> yeah. like, that's how it works dude he's like the fucking anderson cooper of britain <laughs> yeah no without a doubt that's yeah. by yeah. the way that's real shit just so everyone knows that which yeah. i didn't know that mark zuckerberg's grandfather was fucking uh rock rockefeller didn't know that dude did not well, know that until today and i was like wait what yeah and dude because they, they all look aren't even dead his, inside zuckerberg's not even his real name i didn't know that no and no, and he didn't even fucking invent Facebook, dude. They stole that shit. Yeah, they I know. stole that the, shit and turned it into it was the Twinkie Voss or whatever. <laughs> Which, yeah, dude, check this out. Kind of interesting. I mean, I don't trust those motherfuckers either. Um, <clears throat> but you know, Crypto.com. Yeah, they the Winklevoss twin. That's theirs. Yeah, yeah, they got like, into that shit early. Oh. Like they claim that they were. They claim that they were like part of the group that made Bitcoin, dude. 
Like there's that's a whole that's a whole different mm-hmm. fucking can that's of a whole other rabbit hole. Whole other rabbit hole. Su- super interesting. So they announced that the Tower Seven falls way fucking too soon in England. Yeah. It's literally, dude. As she's uh, and I don't remember the lady's name. Doesn't really matter. She's probably fucking dead somewhere. She's British, so Myra is probably Myra. That's what I'm guessing. Hi, Myra. Myra. She's reporting this shit with like the green screen behind her, right? And the video of the tower is there. Yeah. And she's reporting it like, oh, fortunately, also Tower 7 has collapsed as well due to structural fire and whatever. I mean, they've already determined why the building fell down. Yeah. They already have the story. And then people are like, uh. But it's right there. <laughs> Can you imagine being in New York and you just happen to be watching the BBC broadcast and like they're telling you Tower Seven's collapsed and you look out your window and Tower Seven's still there and you go back to the TV and it's collapsed? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and then you like go back to the TV and then outside and then inside and then outside. Uh, Wait a minute. It's crazy. Now the good thing is is that they were able to take the rubble uh, from Tower Seven, some of the steel and actually investigate what took place. Nope, they didn't do that either. Actually, they took that shit, Ship it. shipped it off to, God damn it, where'd they take it to? Oh, China, just like the Towers, Towers 1 and 2. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Sold to the lowest bidder. Hey, Truth Hooligans, I want to tell you about our amazing friends over at Dr. Cowan's Garden. That's right, the Dr. Thomas Cowan, a practicing holistic doctor in San Francisco who has revolutionized health with healing your body through a clean diet and natural medicines. You may recognize him through numerous video lectures discussing many different topics concerning your health when it comes to viruses and the integrity of some tests that are being used to prop up the pharmaceutical industry's mass hysteria operations, aka COVID-19. Dr. Cowan and his family have created a way to benefit your body by inputting clean, healthy toppings that you can add to your already existing diet. Dr. Cowan's Garden has created powerful vegetable powders that you can add to your already existing recipes or use them as seasonings. Each of these jars contain roughly 50 teaspoons and a single teaspoon serving of Dr. Cowan's Garden powdered vegetables equates to a full serving of cooked vegetables. Listen, parents out there, I know I'm about to be a parent, but if you already have kids, are you having trouble with them not wanting to finish all their vegetables? No problem. Throw a little dash of this on your kid's food and boom, a full serving of cooked vegetables. We are excited to work with Dr. Cowan's Garden and by clicking the link in our affiliates page or on the description of this episode and use promo code Dr. Cowan's Garden, all one word, you'll receive 15% off your entire order. So change the way you view what you put in your body and see how these products can change your life. Hey, what is up, Truth Hooligans? I want to tell you about our good friends over at Cushy Dreams. That's right. Cushy Dreams offers a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. They specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flour in cans and pre-rolled CBD joints. Listen, smoking crack is bad for you, okay? Smoke something that's good for you. That's at Cushy Dreams. It's legal in all 50 states, ships directly to your door, and you can enjoy all the health benefits of CBD without getting you high that's right under 0.3 grams of thc their product is 100 percent hand trimmed and grown right here in the good old us of a baby that's right a suck it a china okay 
Each batch is slowly cured for two to four weeks to guarantee maximum freshness and to preserve the flavor of the cannabinoids so you know you're getting the best. Join the men and women who are sick of vapes and gummies and want to smoke their CBD. Cushy Dreams smokable CBD looks, feels, and tastes like high-quality marijuana and is independently lab-tested to show compliance and purity. All of their results are posted on their website on each vial that is shipped to you. Each joint, or tin, you order comes in a specific Indica Sativa blend like Energy, Hustle, Relax, and many, many more. My personal favorite is Relax. Listen, after a crazy 2020, already get into a crazy 2021, and after a 10-hour workday, I just want to relax and smoke me some CBD to really let my mind just kind of soothe on for the rest of the day, if you know what I mean. So head on over to CushyDreams.com and use the special promo code WBC to get you 20% off your first order. That's right. Cushy Dreams, K-U-S-H-Y Dreams.com and use special promo code WBC to get you 20% off your first order. Smoke your CBD and welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar. Hey, Truth Hooligans. Man, 2020 was a wild year. And if 2020 hasn't made you think about how unprepared you were, perhaps you need to stock up on some supplies and we'll help you be better prepared in the upcoming disaster for Mother Nature, enemies, foreign or domestic. So check out our good friends over at PatriotSupply.com. Check out our good friends at MyPatriotSupply.com. My Patriot Supply is a trusted self-reliant supplier of all things survival and preparedness. Prepping isn't crazy. And being prepared isn't crazy. They offer a full lineup of storable foods, everything from short-term to long-term food storage, to the gluten-free options as well as water and air purification systems. So head on over to our website and click on the affiliates page. Check out MyPatriotSupply.com with a direct link to all your preparedness supplies. Be a truth hooligan and join the millions of Americans who have taken safety of their families and readiness to the next level by staying a step ahead of the disasters at MyPatriotSupply.com. So head over to our website, WBConspiracies.com. Click on that special link under the affiliates page and get prepared today. MyPatriotSupply.com To be melted down Scrap, and probably, dude. probably, like, fucking melted down and then formed into bullets to shoot fucking the Falun Gong. Uh, my, my guess is that they turn those, those, that steel into needles for syringes to distribute <laughs> the, uh, the, the China virus vaccine. <laughs> That's my guess. Full circle, <laughs> dude. Full circle. And here we are. <laughs> what? Full on paradox, dude. <laughs> what a conspiracy that would be. They're like, uh, yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Xi Zhang Xing Chong Tong Ping Pong. What's his name? Zhao Xing Ping? Zhao Xing? Uh, yeah, something like that. Some, some fucking, who cares? Yeah. Uh, they're like, how do you guys have so many. Uh, syringes readily available i mean there's oh we melt down tower 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 metal make neither we give you back little taste yeah. of your own medicine haha ha. i make joke haha ha, round eye haha <laughs> round eye i make joke little taste of all yeah. medicine you take that big dick american <laughs> big dick american look look i have two syringes one fall down other one fall down what that remind you of Oh. <laughs> oh, tower, two towers. <laughs> Be careful; these needles actually have traces of asbestos in it from your towers. 
If we don't get banned for that <laughs> shit, that's the last show we'll ever have. It's been great. It's a good run, guys. We'll see ya. <laughs> Fuck. That was good. Oh, I'm surprised I, got, I actually kept it going as long as I did. I usually lose it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Chris is gonna on text rock, man. Chris is gonna text us tomorrow. He's like, "Where's the show? It's not on, it's not on Spotify anymore, <laughs> guys. Everything's gone. What happened? <laughs> well, you remember, fucking, <laughs> you remember when that movie was gonna come out that like wasn't funny, but they were making fun of North Korea. The interview, oh, the interview, and yeah. like." President Obama was on TV. Us Americans were able to watch fucking this whole <laughs> yeah. controversy over that movie, and then it sucked. Yeah, yeah. It Kim Jong Un was like, Kim Jong Un's like, I will nuke the entire West Coast yeah. if you release that movie. And people are like, like, we shouldn't watch that movie, and they were like, fuck oh, those man. motherfuckers. That will be this episode. Yeah, <laughs> don't send this to your communist China friends because. They're coming after us. And oh full, full disclosure, uh, it's not we're not making fun of the Chinese people. We're just making fun of the communist bastards. That's it. Yeah. Love the Chinese CCP people. can suck my BBC, if you feel me. <laughs> hey, CCP <laughs> is hey, my BBC. <laughs> um, so, all right, back to uh, the... Tower Seven. How about... Uh, let's yeah, play let's that, get serious. <clears throat> let's play that clip from uh, Barry Jennings... So, yeah, let's do that. Um, I'm going. Oh, damn it! This little screw gets all loose sometimes. I'm gonna mute <laughs> my mic and I'm gonna go ahead and play it. Uh, boy, just give me a thumbs up uh, when I start playing it if you can hear it. Copy. Find us. You thought that was it? I thought I thought we're dead. I thought that was it. I, I started praying to Allah. I said, "That's it. We're gone." It's well, over. What was it like for you? You were inside there as well. It was pandemonium. I mean, it was something like out of a, a Bruce Willis Die Hard movie. Uh, he was there and he was crying and there was another gentleman crying and, and for help. We couldn't get to him. We tried to get through the, uh, we, we went through the buildings. We were lost. Both staircases, the, the backside was completely blown away. There was no way to access us. We couldn't get to him. And finally, uh, one, of the, one of the fire department teams found him. But uh, we, didn't think, we didn't think they were going to make it. Well, certainly you got out. Many others didn't, of course. We don't have a number right now of fatalities or injuries. But I want to translate a story to you that another man told me. He was near the building. He was on the lobby level, near the shopping area, near the promenade. The elevator doors, he said to me, blew open. And when the doors opened, there was a man on fire inside that elevator. That is the kind of tragedy we are talking about here. And where the World Trade Center... Hi, my name is Barry Jennings. Um, 52 years old. Um, I've worked for... for 33 years at one location. Okay, I wanted to pause that real quick. <clears throat> so that <clears throat> first interview that you were hearing is pulled from a clip, and some of these individuals, they were they were interviewing right after that Tower 7 building had collapsed because yeah. uh, Barry Jennings is covered in dust. Some of these guys that were in the building yeah, were yeah, covered that, in dust. Yeah, I remember seeing that that interview on TV. Yeah, uh, as do I. It, it's just covered covered in dust yeah um and and the fact that it was so close to when it happened 
is that's the best time to to question anybody, right? Because it get it their their mind doesn't have enough time to race and and develop these different scenarios and things like that, right? Um, anybody that's ever taken a psychology course or even watched fucking uh, uh, How to Make a Murderer um, or How to Catch what, what was that movie? What was that documentary? How to Catch a Murderer? How to Make a Murderer? Something like that. Making a no, I'm talking about making 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 a murder. Anyhow, they get Brandon Brandon Dassey in the in the interrogation room. I still don't know how I just... feel about that, man. I don't think we were going to do an episode. They... We haven't done an episode. Yeah, we will. Uh, I, there's still stuff coming out um, pretty frequently on the case, and I know a lot of it got held up because of COVID. But, uh, you know, the, you have anybody in a room long enough, and, and you can convince them that certain things took place when they didn't. So the fact that this happened immediately after the events um, uh, make me believe his story even more. Right. Well, the, I don't want to get into it right now, but I'll say this. I don't know, man. Does that play a little bit on the fucking potential not planes? Just explosions mm-hmm. and then people saying, hey, did you see that plane? No, I didn't see the plane. And then you just – and then they see it on TV. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, yeah. as far well, as you and I are concerned, we saw planes, but we only saw it on TV. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Like, like, I, don't like know. I mentioned – I don't know. <clears throat> like I mentioned, the, the only reason that I do believe there were planes <clears throat> is because so many first responders – said there are planes and they even talk about it you know in the, in the interviews that happened immediately after there are people um who who were near the buildings or or escaped the buildings talking about the plane hitting um and i i a thousand percent obviously don't believe that the planes are what d- destroyed these buildings right um but i do believe that planes were used um as a as a way to explain away why these buildings crumbled. A poor poor explanation, but Right. Um yes. the fuck was that? I, I think I think they had to be they had to be used, right? There has to be something um that's obvious to everybody. So that that's part of the reason why I believe there's planes. Especially because they continue like like uh through the last or through the last two episodes when they're describing each plane that was hijacked. They specifically tell you how much fuel was in each plane. Yeah, they're right? painting the narrative. So, of, by the way, exactly. Did you exactly. know how, to, how Don't heavy forget. it was? Yeah, yeah. Even though the planes weren't even near full capacity, they're like, take so, it up. Yeah. So, okay, let's get back to uh, Mr. Barry Jennings' interview. Basically, I said I'm married, uh, father of uh, four. That's it. Why don't you tell people uh, your experience from the very beginning of the day on September 11, 2001? All right. It was, as I told you guys before, it's very, very uh, funny. I was on my way to work, and uh, traffic was excellent. I received a call that uh, a small Cessna had hit the uh, World Trade Center. I was asked to go and uh, man the uh, Office of Emergency Management at the World Trade Center 7 on the 23rd floor. As I arrived there, there were police all in the lobby. They, um, they showed me the way to the elevator. We got up to the uh, 23rd floor. Me and Mr. Hess, who I didn't know was Mr. Hess at the time, we got to the 23rd floor. Uh, we couldn't get in. We had to go back down. Then security and police took us to the freight elevators 
when they took us back up and we did get in. Upon arriving into the OEM uh, EOC, we noticed that everybody was gone. I saw coffee that was on a desk. Still, the smoke was still coming off the coffee. I saw, I saw uh, half-eaten sandwiches. And uh, only me, Mr. Hess, was up there. Um, after I called several individuals, one individual told me that um, to leave and leave right away. Mr. Hess came running back in and said, we're the only ones up here. we got to get out of here. He found the stairwell. So we, we subsequently went to the stairwell and we're there. Um, after I called several individuals, one individual told me that um, to leave and leave right away. Mr. Hess came running back in and said, we're the only ones up here. we got to get out of here. He found the stairwell. So we, we subsequently went to the stairwell and we're going down the stairs. When we reached the eighth or the sixth floor, the landing that we were standing on gave way. There was an explosion, and the landing gave way. And I was left there hanging. I had to climb back up, and now I had to walk back up to the eighth floor. After getting to the eighth floor, everything was dark. It was dark, and it was very, very hot. Very hot. Um, I asked Mr. Hess to test the phones as I took a fire extinguisher and broke out the windows. Once I broke out the windows, I could see outside below me, I saw uh, police cars on fire, buses on fire. Uh, I looked one way, the building was there. I looked the other way, it was gone. Um, I was trapped in there for several hours. I was trapped in there when, when both buildings came down. Um, the firefighters came, they came to the window, because I was going to come out on the fire hose. I didn't want to stay there any longer. It was too hot. I was going to come out on the fire hose. And they came to the window, and they said, they started yelling, do not do that. It won't hold you. And then they ran away. See, I didn't know what was going on. That's when one, the first tower fell. When they started running, the first tower was coming down. I had no, I had no way of knowing that. Then I saw them come back. Now I saw them come back with more concern on their faces. And then they ran away again. The second tower fell. So as they turned and ran the second time, the guy said, don't worry, we'll be back for you. And they did come back. This time they came back with 10 firefighters. Um, and they kept asking, where are you? We don't know where you are. I said, I'm on the north side of the building because when I was on the stairs, I saw north side. Excuse me. Uh, all this time, I'm hearing all type of explosions. All this time, I'm hearing explosions. And I'm thinking that maybe it's the uh, buses around me that were on fire, the cars are on fire. I don't see no, you know, but I'm still hearing these explosions. When they finally got to us and they took us down to what, what they... They uh, called the lobby because I asked them, I said, when we got down there, I said, where are we? He said, this was the lobby. And I said, you got to be kidding me. It was total ruins. Total ruins. Now, keep in mind, when I came in there, the lobby had nice escalators. It was a huge lobby. And for me to see what I saw, it was unbelievable. And the firefighter that took us down kept saying, do not look down. And I kept saying, why? I said, do not look down. And 
we were stepping over people. And you know you can feel when you're stepping over people. They took us out through a hole that the, I don't know who made this hole in this wall. That's how they got us out. They took us out through a hole, through the wall, to safety. As they were taking me out, one firefighter had fallen. I believe he was having a heart attack. But before that, this big giant police officer came to me. And he says, you have to run. I said, I can't run, my knees are small. He said, you're gonna have to get on your knees and crawl in. He said, because we have reports of more explosions. And that's when I started crawling. And I saw this guy fall behind me. And his comrades came to his aid. They dragged him to safety. Um, I was looking for, for an ambulance for my knees. And at that time, they told me, you got to walk 20 blocks to a um, to refuge. Uh, before I got there, I would just news grabbed me and started interviewing me. Um, and that, that's basically it. Now That's wild. I mean, eyewitness account, right? Yeah. Talking about explosions, telling you. Here's the thing, too, the man that that uh, I I kind of butchered a little bit when he before he said his 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 side of the story was that like what? Why did they send him and Hess back in there? Exactly. That's you know that's what, I'm, what I'm wondering. But like, what's the purpose? But here's the here's the weird part. To draw back to episode two, when when. When they were trying to get the remainder of everybody in the North Tower out, right? They told everybody in the South Tower, you're all good. Head back. Go go right. back go to back your back offices. In. Fucking. And uh, that, that shit still, it, it resonates with me because you want all these people in this office to go back to work when they could literally just look out a window and see the building next to them on fire. Like, no, nah, dude, your, your work, your work, your work day is done at that point. Right. <clears throat> so it doesn't surprise me that they would send Barry and Mr. Hess back into this building up to the 23rd floor. Um, it's not surprising that they would do that, but I still wonder why did they do that? What was the point of sending these two back yeah. up to that floor for what purpose? Just to have them contact people to tell them to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, tying up loose ends, Possibly. or did they know something? You know, but or... I mean, on the other side of the coin, why would you say, "Yeah, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll head back up there, fucking let, let's"? Yeah, I'd be like, "Uh, you guys don't see what happened here? There's fucking two buildings on fire." No. Well, and I would imagine that. Well, because he, the way that the Barry says it, he's he says that, um. <clears throat> I was I was asked to go into work to man the emergency office yeah. for the mayor because there's been an attack. He said a Cess somebody yeah, told him a, a Cessna, Cessna hit the World Trade, right? Yeah. So he's probably heading into this fucking bunker from you know fucking mm. I don't know Nazi Germany or whatever. Yeah, for Hitler on. The this compound that he's like yeah. fuck I'm going there they, they told me to go there I know True. it can withstand bombs yeah they, fucking was, explosions bulletproof yeah it was it was probably sold to him as it's the most secure place you could be at this point you're right <clears throat> right that's that's what I'm guessing okay. now let's get into this is the fucked up part 
I mean, the whole thing is is bullshit. Yeah. And um, I don't know what what else you have for Tower Seven specifically, but Barry Jennings mm-hmm. video surfaces um, on YouTube. This is his testimony, right? That's on YouTube. You could still find his testimony on YouTube. Uh, for some reason, they haven't pulled it, which is kind of odd. Uh, <clears throat> people start commenting back in 2008. So I was a I was a senior in 2008. Mm-hmm. So I had just fucking watched Loose Change yeah. earlier that year. August 19th, 2008. People are commenting. Barry Jennings, RIP, RIP, RIP. Right? So apparently, <coughs> excuse me, Barry Jennings, who was claimed to be a perfectly healthy individual, was rushed to the hospital and pronounced dead. They don't give a cause of death. This was two, three days before the NIST report came Mm -hmm. out for the fire safety investigation of the World Trade Center disaster. The final report on the collapse of World Trade Center Building 7 comes out and says there are no eyewitness accounts of explosions taking place in the World Trade Center 7. Convenient. Because the last person that was there that could verify that woke up dead just died check this out now you could say like oh you know you see him in the videos a little bit overweight maybe he had diabetes you know he had some maybe some dusty and held seven years later um you know that type of shit check this out uh well let me read this and nist concluded that blast events uh blast events whose uh explanation required invoc- invocation of a blast event uh, there were no eyewitness reports of such a loud noise or explosions um, because, again, most people were already evacuated from the building yeah. at that time. Um, a private investigator was hired to look into uh, Mr. Barry, Barry Jennings' uh, death. And in 2009... A memo was received uh, on March 11th. Uh, due t- this was now this was from the private investigator who was investigating the disappearance of Barry Jennings and then the cause of death. Mm-hmm. They said that he was rushed to the hospital. I don't know if they ever received a, de- a death certificate or anything like that. This is from a PI. Due to some information I have uncovered, I have determined that this is a job for the police. I have refunded your credit card. Please do not contact me again concerning this individual. <laughs> so he found some shit and was like, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. That's the, it, that's the only answer you can come to for that. I mean, how would you feel if you were the family? What would you think? Right? Because the the idea of hiring a private investigator is... They're going to be able to do some things that the police can't. Because I can guarantee you that... To privately investigate exactly. some shit. You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> I can guarantee you that the police, if they investigate, they'd probably come to the same conclusion. Like, we got to give this shit to the feds. Don't say shit or right. we're all dead. You know what I mean? Um, right. And like you said, dude, they're just taking care of loose ends. That's, that's the only explanation. Yeah. Uh, because... When they tell you, oh, there's no eyewitnesses, eyewitness reports, like, 
last dude died. Sorry. You know what I mean? They're not sorry. What they could have done, what they should have done, what typically is done if a person dies is their testimony becomes, oh, they had an interview where they just talked about all that shit. Cool. Play that. Instead, they're like, nah, yeah. he's dead. You know what I mean? Um, right. So it, it what what I would like to know, which I wasn't able to really find, is where is Mr. Hess? Right. I couldn't find that information yeah. either. Who the fuck is Mr. Hess? Um because he sounds like he sounds like a fucking Marvel bad right? guy. Right. Well Mr. You know, what I mean? you know how like all CIA agents like in movies they're all like Mr. Smith, right? Mr. M. And then it's like and it's Neo. They all have still. they all have like a generic ass name. Like what's that fucking yeah, Mr. So I'm Hess? Agent Smith is Agent Smith, that's Agent Johnson. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> He's a black agent. And the other two guys were white. Um, it's yeah. so the idea that they wouldn't play his last or his first interview after exiting that tower is a, a huge red flag. The fucking PI deciding, uh, nah, I'm done. Another huge red flag um, because that allows them to continue with this bullshit narrative that part of. South Tower collapsed and crushed part of this building, which, dude, very well could have had a big wall section fall down and fuck up part of that building. But yes, it still doesn't explain why the entire building collapsed into its own footprint and at free fall, at free speed. fall speed. So, you know, there's and and there's probably plenty of firemen um, that heard the same thing. And we're probably told, like, keep your fucking mouth shut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, here's here's the saddest part about the thing, too, is um, I watched a YouTube video um, on one of Barry Jennings' interviews. Because mm -hmm. there's, like, the there's the eyewitness one, mm -hmm. and there's the one that they did um, that you just listened to yeah. that was... Uh, an original cut of... Uh, by the way, we don't own any of these audio clips. These are not ours. Um, that was done from uh, Loose Change, mm -hmm. one of the one of the Loose Changes, because there's a multiple renditions of yeah. it. But um, someone comments on one of the videos that he said, "Dad, it's been years since I Fuck. heard your voice. I really miss you." And that was in two thousand. That video was posted in two thousand fourteen, and that comment was five years old. Mm -hmm. So that was two thousand and ten, right? No, 2009. Oh, fuck, we're doing math again. 2009. So that was a year after his death. Yeah. Um, but just reading stuff like that, like, this dude didn't have any skin in the game. No. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't out there, like, writing exposés. Yeah. And... He, he, he wasn't selling interviews. <clears throat> he wasn't writing books. He wasn't showing up at, you know, speaking engagements and shit. Um, he was just out here telling his side of the story. And... Yeah, like, I was in the building. Let me tell you yeah, what happened. and it definitely got him got you know what i mean yeah. um and they're all of these government agencies including the 9-11 commission they've all colluded to make sure that it's the same well-rounded narrative right that's the reason you don't see that bbc clip anymore that's the reason you don't see that pentagon clip anymore that's the reason you don't hear barry Jennings <clears throat> anymore um and it goes on and on and on right um the fema's report on tower seven is essentially the same thing as, is the, um, 
was it the NIST? NIST. NIST's or NIST. Yeah, NIST, NIST. NIST's uh, report. It, it's basically explaining it wasn't bombs. It could have been these things. And it doesn't really make any sense. I'll read, I'll read the introduction real quick. Uh, it's, it's kind of short. Um, and I'll skip over the, uh, author's notes on basically debunking their, their ideas, but it says world trade center seven collapsed on September 11, 2001, 5 20 PM. There were no known casualties. Now you draw back to Barry Jennings, uh, interview, eyewitness interview. <clears throat> and, and there were clearly plenty of casualties. Um, right. Were some of them, you know, jumpers from the building, possibly, but I, I guarantee a lot of people didn't make it out. He's talking about how the sixth floor landing just disappears, right? So yeah. there were definitely probably in, some Enriques that were, yeah, yeah. Mopping, you know what I mean? They're getting ready, getting ready for the day. Yeah, there was, mopping. there was definitely some casualties to be had. Um, but it says the performance of WTC-7 is significant interest because it appears the collapse was due primarily to fire rather than any impact damage from collapsing towers. Prior to September 11th, there was little, if any, record of fire-induced collapse of large protected fire-protected steel buildings. Now it goes on to say the structural design and construction features of the building, potential fuel loads, and fire damage. Now this is the first time you'll hear about fuel loads. Um, but these aren't from a plane, right? Um, these are internal fuel loads to the building specifically. So it says fire damage observed sequence of collapse are presented to provide a better understanding of what may have happened. However, confirmation will require additional study and analysis. So essentially they're telling you this might have done it maybe. <laughs> and there's no other study and analysis to do because the building is dust and they didn't even do a, a, a essentially a criminal <clears throat> investigation on why these buildings fell. They they showed yeah. you the planes hitting the buildings. That's why. Move on. Collect the rubble. It, how fast did they clear that shit out? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So uh, it says the structural design, construction features of the building, potential fuel loads, fire damage observed, sequence of collapse are presented to provide a better understanding of what may have happened. Uh, information about the structural design and construction features observed. The sequence of events is based on a review of structural drawings, photographs, and videos and eyewitness reports. Clearly not all eyewitness reports. Uh, <laughs> 1986 article about the construction features WT7. In addition, the following information and data were obtained um, and indicated sources. So these are these are things that they're saying this could have been what caused the collapse of this entire 47-story building. Uh, annotated floor plans and riser diagrams of the emergency generators and related diesel oil tanks and distribution systems. Uh, engineering explanation of the emergency generators and related diesel oil tanks and distribution systems. Um, these are from like different systems that, that installed them. So you have Silverstein properties, 2002, you have Flack and Kurtz incorporated, <laughs> 2002 information of, of Silverstein, yeah. Jesus information of continuity of power, WT seven, David Witz. 2002 summary of diesel oil recovery and spillage rommel 2002 information on wtc7 fireproofing 
Lombardi, 2002, information on New York City Office of Emergency Management OEM tanks at WTC. So basically they're telling you that this 47-story building had uh, 1,868,000 square feet of office space. The top 40 stories of the building, floors 8 to 47, were office-type occupants, table 5.1 lists larger tenants. Now it's getting into diagram description. But it says WTC 7 was completed in 1987 by a developmental team composed of the following parties and explains who had a hand in building the place. So essentially, they don't tell you this is why the building collapsed. These are reasons, these are things that could have taken place. But similarly to jet fuel, which we are now told thanks to our uh, Discord, is a real thing. But like I said, it could have been, I know you could go buy racing fuel. Similar, whatever, whatever, right? But we're talking about diesel, diesel tanks, right? Possibly those could have been explanations for uh, several explosions. But the reason why I don't buy that those were the explosions that uh, Barry Jennings was hearing is because no one ever, ever says, oh, well, what happened was when that building caught fire, uh, it severed one of the diesel fuel lines that fire backflowed and blew up a reserve tank. No one ever says that. It's funny is is diesel fuels not flammable. No, and th- it's combustible. But there's a there's a there's a giant hole in that theory, right? There's no like the one that they dragged the berry out yeah, of. Exactly the one that someone made out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> no one ever uses those as an excuse. Uh, so I don't buy it. Right. And, and the fact that they list all of these tanks, um, in FEMA's report, it's, it's just kind of like, well, maybe that's why it's not an explanation at all. It's a, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let me pull this up real quick. Um, as we kind of get a little bit towards the end here, but, uh, if you look at tower seven, when it collapses, I mean, as as you're saying all this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't actually say like, well, it could have been the diesel tanks, could have been the the um, the the flame retardant on top of the steel mm-hmm. gave way, it was faulty, whatever, and then the steel actually had melted, and then the explosions from the diesel. But they don't actually ever yeah. say that. They're not. They just go maybe, yeah. maybe it could have been maybe, yeah. And that's what you want to hear right. from a government so, agency is. you know that's about this um if you watch the video which uh i'm gonna pull up right now for you guys uh, that are watching the video national institute of standards and technology u.s department of commerce that's why the building fell finally yeah they're gonna tell us finally tell us the truth all i want to see from you cocksucking liars is just the video of the building falling. Give it a second. I got too many uh, web pages open here. Um, one thing I will say, as this is, as I'm pulling this up, the FEMA, uh, the FEMA um, volunteers that responded to the Tower Seven collapse is that they did see something very unique because they didn't have an opportunity, obviously, to. Um, <clears throat> examine any of the rubble from tower seven, but they did have an opportunity to, um, 
look at Jesus Christ. Hold on, I gotta go to BitChute because YouTube's like, what do you mean it collapsed? Here's the official story. <laughs> Every fucking video. Uh, they did find on the at the very base of Tower Seven, this forty-seven story tower, forty-seven story tower building. Um, holes that were burned into the steel I beams of what they had determined through analysis of that were uh, burned at a thousand degrees Celsius. Yeah, that's not diesel fuel. Which is <laughs> eighteen hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's fucking really hot. Yeah. Not diesel fuel. Not diesel fuel, fuel, not jet fuel. What else could burn that hot? Thermite? Is it thermite? thermite? Thermos? Thermometer? Thermos. Thanos. Thanos. Thanos snap his finger? (laughs) But he was only in that building. He only had one stone at the time. God, dude, I'm really trying to find just a genuine video of fucking Tower 7 falling down um, in video form. I'll kind of describe it if I can't find it. So if you watch it, there's so many different angles (coughs) of the building falling down. Tower 7. That um, the center, of, like the top center of the building, so essentially the roof, makes like a U shape. So like the outside of the building, like, and it falls like this, yeah. and the outside of the tower, like the building, falls like into yeah. itself, which is generally what you see in a controlled demolition, because they structurally have to attack simultaneously these core pillars, right, yeah. in order to take this building down. And that's kind of what you see. So, um, it's just, you, you could say like, okay, the, the diesel tank's blue, right? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then why did the center of the building fall first and then it pulled down the outsides of the building yeah. at no resistance, which what they call is at free fall speed or at the rate of gravity. <laughs> Easy. Um, yeah, let's let's stay on one at realistic a time. Territory. One at a time. <laughs> um, so why did the center fall? Exactly, and and as far as the tanks go, um, and I mean, it's not, is there a tanker on every floor? Well, that's 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 the thing, right? You might have a maintenance floor or two, and it's not a terribly tall building. Um, they do have like blueprints and layouts and stuff. I'm not sure if it will list where these tanks are. But typically, like like you said, they're not going to have one on every floor. And if they do, it's probably not going to be placed near um, a, a structural supporting beam, right? That's fucking stupid. Right. Um, so even if there were, say, every five floors, you, they had a diesel generator tank, and each one of those blew simultaneously at the at the steel beam section the, the, the massive support being it, it just it doesn't make any sense i'm no engineer maybe it makes better sense to an engineer but uh it's just not how it works dude uh you remember one of my um from my wedding iron worker yeah, yeah 
Absolutely. Uh, we were talking about this way, way early on when I first met him, and he was like, dude, they showed us that video um, when I was going to school. This was like years after it had happened, and then they're talking about like the investigation of it all, mm-hmm. right? And he goes, he told us, because we put these structures together. Yeah. They go, physically impossible. Yeah. That would never happen. Absolutely. Right? Um, so I did find that video. I'll show that real quick as we get towards the end of the episode here. Uh, Chrome tab. Uh, tab. So, can you see that, boy? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Perfect. So, educational purposes. Um, we appreciate you letting us share this video. This is your video. We don't own it, or you don't own it. Somebody owns it. <laughs> but we wanted to share this with our viewers here, so hopefully we don't get in trouble for copyright infringement or anything like that. So, here we go. This is Tower 7. What you're going to see here in the top left-hand side is it kind of looks like the, the what would be the access to the roof, the maintenance area. Mm-hmm. Probably go up there first, and then you can access to the right here. That sort of collapses first, which is what seems to where the smoke is, a majority of the fire. Mm-hmm. And according to Barry Jennings, he said a portion of the building was already gone Yeah, from explosions that he had been hearing. So... Um, maybe if I hit play. Oh, I actually can't. Hold on. Sorry. Give me one second. Here we go. It's playing okay. So, left side of the building collapses. Right. And then watch the center of the building falls first. Center goes first, Mm -hmm. pulls down the sides. Free fall speed. Obviously, it's a little slow because of the connection, but... Um, when they watch it, let me drag this back just for a second and focus on all the windows, mm-hmm. black, black pops come out of everywhere as it starts to fall here. Pop, 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 pop. Jesus. Yeah. Crime. Yeah. That's probably the building's farting. That's all that is. Yeah. That's all yeah. that is. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking amazing that all three of these st- steel structure buildings collapse into themselves like that um even one that was already partially uh by eyewitness all eyewitness accounts was partially missing right um amazing dude fucking greatest luck on earth right there it's one in a billion just happened three times in a row along with passport flying out of the window of a plane that just smashed into uh, a, a giant skyscraper and falls in front of an FBI agent, along with a guy who, who I know. was the worst fucking flight student in his class who can maneuver a jetliner well enough to dodge a few cameras and smash into the side of the Pentagon. It was a lot of firsts that took place this day. Yeah. So. Hey, man, like you said, maybe the terrorists got really, really lucky. Uh, Last thing I wanted to mention before we get off the fence about the entire 9-11 episode. Hopefully you've enjoyed the trilogy of the Three Towers. And again, we just scratched the surface. You could do do a five-year-long podcast just on Tower 7. Absolutely. And you might cover it. Maybe. Maybe. You know, for sure. So maybe drop in the discord. What, what, if we forgot something or we didn't mention something yeah. or spark up those conversations. So maybe you want an episode on. 
Yeah, I'd love to do some more of these. Yeah. Um, so guess who? <laughs> You're gonna think this was a joke. <laughs> it's not. Uh, guess who was originally nominated to be the head of the 9/11 Commission? Um, Hillary Clinton. Close. Ooh. Let's see. Hit, hit, hit me with it. Henry Kissinger. <laughs> Stupid, dude. <laughs> They're like, no one will ever know. And no one will ever know. Just this fucking retarded. Um, now, enough family members of victims raised a stank about it. And then so they were as like, they okay. As they should. He's like, oh. Oh, I was just going to cover it. <laughs> they did anyways. Yeah. Well, they're like, dude, we it's hey, like listen. fucking asking Bill Cosby <laughs> to investigate fucking R. Yeah. Kelly. Like, like, hey, you're not busy, right? They can't make it too obvious, right? Like, that's like, <laughs> it's too much, dude. It's too much. <laughs> they'll never, they'll never, they'll never understand. <laughs> Kissinger, you're not busy, right? And he's like, like pulverizing this little yeah. kid. Oh, I'm not <laughs> <Yeah>. busy. <laughs> Just busy up. Hey, finish up with little Bobby there. And come over here and run yeah. this commission. I need you to pick up my finish that here. slice of pizza there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh my God. Um. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, let's get off the fence, boy. Uh, I don't think we really need to, but why not? Yeah, no. Uh, planes hit the building. Um, we knew it was going to happen. We planned that it was going to happen, and we tried to blame it on a bunch of brown people. Um, and they probably wanted it to happen, but they definitely didn't uh, make it happen. Uh, I mean, they tried early in the 90s to blow up the World Trade Center in a parking garage with a fucking moving truck and some explosives. That didn't work. Lots of fertilizer. Lots of fertilizer. Um, Poopy yeah, went By way of uh, the federal building in Kansas City. Um, that might have been where he got the idea or where his FBI handlers got the idea, but that's a whole different show. So yeah, I believe that planes hit the towers. I believe it was a completely inside job and, um, we've been lied to this entire time. And one of the other reasons why my reasoning behind that is enforced is because they want you to believe that what took place on January 6th is worse than nine 11 because <laughs> Regardless of who who carried out nine eleven, we had three thousand actual deaths of people, right? And people still sick and, and and dying of complications and health issues and things like that from all the asbestos and right. stuff. So, but uh, one woman, mm -hmm. one unarmed woman, shot by a uh, plain or yeah plainclothes police officer, um, and a broken window is. The worst thing to happen to America since 9-11. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I would concur, but obviously 19 hijackers um, orchestrated the most daring attack 
since January 6th <laughs> in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, they took three planes. They flew them into four buildings. <laughs> um, no, that's not what happened. Obviously, it's not what happened. I think it was a. I think it was a collaboration of multiple governments. Okay, I can dig that. That were in agreement to carry this out to get a war going in the Middle East to take out some. Because again, how do you have fucking seventeen or fifteen fucking Saudis? Plus two Lebanese, plus one, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Equals is, or equals Afghanistan. Doesn't make any sense, dude. <laughs> it makes no sense. Makes no sense. Uh, yeah, you know, you're right. Probably was a was a was a collab. Was a was like a mixtape of evil, right? <laughs> and um, I I do believe the more we get into you know, 2020, 2021. I do believe that 9-11 was the kickstart to fucking everything we're seeing now, right? Yeah. None of this would have happened. Like, if there was an award ceremony, 2020 would be on stage like, I couldn't have done this without you, 9-11. You paved the way, you know? And and that's 100%. That's when the NWO was like, it's time. Yeah, without a doubt. And this, uh, remember, because of 9-11 is why we have the Patriot Mm -hmm. Act. It's why we have the Department of Homeland Mm -hmm. Security. It's why we have TSA. I mean, these were measures long thought out for everything that's taking place right now. This is the whole reason they spy on Americans, Mm -hmm. because they're like, fucking, you could be a terrorist. Yeah. Yeah, we know that these Saudis did it, so we're going to attack Iraq and Afghanistan, but you, American, you could be a terrorist. We want to know what you're saying. And now we want to see your bank account if you have more than $600. Did they actually pass that? No, they're just talking about it, you know. I got an an email from, like, PayPal the other day. They're like, did you know that if you have over... I'm like, fuck Fuck off, PayPal. I know that... I'm not filling um, off any form. A buddy I work with, he got got a, a letter from his bank that was like, yeah, nah, ain't gonna happen. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so yeah um I, i'll say this too that uh with with 9-11 <clears throat> i think um i'm still on the fence with the planes at the very least i'll say this i'll say they were drones i'll say that we i did have a clip rendered up but it kind of doesn't make sense to play it in this part of a, a former flight attendant who wrote a book um who was on the George Norrie show was talking about, I believe that, and I have evidence to suggest that those were real planes Mm. that did land and they let everybody off. Mm. They told them whoever their handlers were, maybe ex military Blackwater type people. Hey, we're running a drill. We need you to say this into the phone. Mm. We need you to record this message, which is why they were all able to make crystal clear telephone calls when we know that you can't do it at that elevation. Mm -hmm. And also, um, the lady points out, as she's talking to George Norrie, there's no plane noise in the background. True. Very true. She's like, there's none. Yeah. Which, it's loud as fuck up there. And you're not hearing anybody screaming. You're not hearing... Right. Everyone's super calm. You don't hear in the back. Go have fun. If I don't make it, have some fun things. Do fun Fun things. things. 
Scrabble, mm. Yahtzee, lots of that. You know, Feel I free. That. Yeah, you can bang my brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's um, some weird shit for sure. Uh, I would say that I believe a missile hit the Pentagon. One hundred percent. Number one reason I believe that, uh, I think, is because of the exit wound mm-hmm. from the wing, that wing of the Pentagon. I think it was the E wing, mm-hmm. the exit. There was like a perfect symmetrical circle that they had no no explanation for whatsoever. They're like, maybe the plane got smaller? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and Shanksville, Pennsylvania, I think was just probably, uh, maybe they just fired a missile into the maybe. ground. Yeah. Some shit like that. Maybe, maybe catch some shit on yeah, fire. It could have, I mean, it could have most definitely had a fucking whatever, whatever, if it was a drone, right? Um or that launched whatever, um, launched a missile. Maybe it's guidance system fucked up or something and hit the ground. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the biggest thing transformer took over, um, the biggest, the biggest question mark is the plane in the field and the plane that hit the Pentagon allegedly planes, right? With zero evidence of any, parts of a plane anywhere <laughs> right right and yep. and amazingly they can recover phone calls from these flights um but they can't recover any pieces of the plane so yeah yep um <clears throat> tower seven my opinion control demolition start to finish they needed to bring that down that building uh because those are some uh, organizations that would be held accountable for what was taking place like fucking right over there. Like I, if I'm in this building and I work for the CIA mm-hmm. and we're having a terrorist attack and I can see it, <laughs> I'm probably going to have some questions to answer. That's what they call that information is probably in that building. Yeah. We should pull the building. Oh, didn't fucking still Silverstein say yeah. that? Pull the building. That's weird. Ship the rubble to China immediately. To don't let anybody stop. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Don't let anybody stop. Yeah, we need surrenders. It's cool. We got this new Department of Homeland Security. They're going to take over the investigation. Oh, cool. Hey, when are we going to investigate the rubble? Uh, what rubble? What rubble? We got a nice <laughs> water feature. Come on, knock on my door. <laughs> this guy is just, just fucking brushing. Come on, knock on my yeah. door. Come on, buddy, with you. Just <laughs> picking up fucking shards of evidence. Right. Uh, to incriminate the government. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the two towers, uh, controlled demolition. It was blamed on the, the planes or drones that hit it. That's, that's in a full circle. I mean, we didn't even, we didn't even talk about the fact that there was a drill being around that day. Yeah. We didn't talk about the fact in detail that, that the bin Laden family was in, was meeting with the Bush family that day. The only flight that was allowed out of the, out of the, out of the country at that time was the bin Laden family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so much that we didn't even get into. I mean, there's so much to it. You know, I mean, countless documentaries and books have been written and made about this. And they're, again, just scratching the surface. Absolutely. I mean, Loose Change arguably is one of the most important films of the 21st century that has woken up so many people. And that's only an hour and a half long. Yeah. You know, like the first cut is only an hour and a half long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you haven't seen Loose Change, any any of the... um variations of loose change just go and watch them because if you're thinking no dude terry's definitely did 9-11 like and and i don't know if there's anybody that listens to our show that really believes that 
But if you haven't seen Loose Change, go see Loose Change because uh, that's what kind of woke me up. I know uh, most people in my generation, um, similar stories, right? So they definitely... Oh, is that the um, the kindergarten? We played that in the last episode, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. I thought we did. We couldn't. We couldn't find it. Oh. But I was, uh, I was pulling it up for this. So yeah. So gosh darn it! Sorry, guys. I was gonna actually lead out with that. Yeah. So because I wanted to play that. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Um. Yeah. So again, hopefully you enjoyed our our three part. Series 911, The Three Towers, Part 3. This was focusing on, on Building 7. If you did enjoy this, uh, please share. Please share the episode. This is how we, we grow the show. We you know send it to somebody that doesn't know about Tower 7 or doesn't know about 911 or think it's a bunch of Terry's mm-hmm. did it like Boya said. Yeah. Um, and leave that review. Send it, to, send it to your family, your friends, somebody who's maybe not a truth hooligan yet. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's thinking about taking the jab. Maybe send this to them. You know what I mean? Um, no. And then they'll be like, wait, China made the syringes? Out of, out of World Trade Center steel. <laughs> <laughs> we should literally start that internet rumor just so people will be like, nope, I don't hate America that much. Not today. <laughs> not today. That's fucked up. I would take a vaccine, but not today. Yeah, that's fucked up. I ain't sure. doing that. I was not my camera over. <laughs> okay, so... um. That is it for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and... Con- God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> why does it keep doing that? I don't know why it keeps doing that. Okay. So we're going to lead off with this clip that you kind of have like a little bit uh, of an intro to. So this was what the kids were reading out loud as the planes or drones or whatever was fucking flying into Towers 1 and 2. So enjoy this clip. As we take you off again, I've been Big Country for Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I'm Boy. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Okay? Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yes, kid. Boys and girls, sound this word out. Get ready. Steel. What word? Steel. Yes, steel. Read these words the fast way. Get ready. Play. Yes, play. Get ready. Must. Yes, must. Let's read these words the fast way without making a mistake. Get ready. Kite. Yes, kite. Get ready. Kit. Yes, kit. 60 on page 153. At the count of three, everybody right again. Get ready from the beginning of that sentence. Get ready. She played with her boat in her house. Go on. Mr. President, are you right. aware Thank of the reports of the plane crash in New York? Is there anything to talk about later? Thank you all. You can step up where we came in. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. USA in this house. USA in this house. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.